0: Hi, today on the Callahan Podcast, we're going to tell you about three people that you probably don't know much about. Cannon Hinnant, the sad story of Cannon Hinnant. Owen Buell, another kid that you really got to know something about. And Jesse Topper. Jesse Topper is a football coach in Pennsylvania and the best spokesman yet for bringing back football. We'll let you hear from Jesse and make up your own mind. It's Jesse versus the, the tyrant governor, and uh, I'm a Jesse guy. Let me just say, I'm a Jesse guy. Plus, we'll talk more about Kamala. Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. We'll talk about Kamala and ask the question who really likes her? Who is supporting the ticket because Joe Biden added Kamala Harris? We'll uh, get all that with uh, Turtle Boy today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast. Brought to you, as always, by DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union. Why do DCU DCU members love their free free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, and no strings attached. What's better is with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. they will even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking, insured by NCUA, membership required. All right, Conan, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. Well, yesterday was a big day for me. Big day for me, uh, Turtle Boy and Dave Cullinan. First of all, I uh, posted my first sunset picture of the summer. I believe my first one of the entire summer. And it was spectacular. If you didn't see it, it was... Uh, Why'd you wait uh, so long? Is that pink a... Pink sky. Person? I don't know. It had, you know, I have a high bar now, man. A lot I've done it in the past. I only do when they're really special. When they're really spectacular. And yesterday's was. It was a very orangey, pinky sky... Um, and, uh, it, and it meant today was going to be a great day. Today is a great day so far. Also yesterday for the first time in my long, illustrious career, I made the Huffington post. That you did. Back. Yes. Yes. They, uh, my, my tweet, uh, mocking the president. I'm not sure they know who I am, but, uh, they, uh, <laughs> featured my tweet mocking the president because, uh, the president's. And we were just talking about this before we started recording. We we're talking about how most people, most conservatives, most Trump supporters don't like Trump on Twitter. You don't, right, Aiden? I don't. I mean, I cringe. I cringe this morning when he was tweeting about Joe Scarborough and Mika. But uh, the other day, he tweeted that uh, it's, uh, we should end the lockdown and uh, the shutdown because Bill Maher looks bad. Bill Maher looks gaunt and tired. <laughs> and I tweeted, as Dave just popped up there on the screen, I tweeted that um, uh, there are a lot of reasons to end the shutdown. Bill Maher looking tired was not in my top 10. Good to see Donald Trump stay. If he's
1: never listened to Bill Maher, he would know that Bill has wanted to end the lockdown for quite some time. Bill's on our team when it comes to that because he wants well, to lot He's
0: not saying that. He's just saying. Well, yeah. He watched I can't believe he watched Bill Maher. Honest to God, he's watching that how show. Remember this shit? I mean, and, and I mean, if you know, they all hate you, they hate you with the, with the rage of a thousand sons. They just go, it's just a, an hour long Trump bashing session. They, they bring out the, the, the most vicious, the craziest liberals to talk about how evil you are. Why are you watching that? If you're Donald J Trump, but he said he was watching it and Bill Maher looked bad and, it's uh, one of the reasons we should end, end the shutdown, which is a little strange. So the Huffington Post had a story about this dumb tweet and all the reaction, and there was a bunch of lib, bunch of liberals, and me on there. So probably I'm um, Dave's trying to, you know, book Donald Trump for, uh, or maybe Donald Jr. or maybe uh, Eric or maybe Laura, book some Trumps for the uh, campaign season. I don't know. Did I just hurt the effort? Going no, in? I think we're fine.
2: I think we're. Fine. I think you'll be okay. And I mean, by, by the way, what's your, what's your like crutch, Jerry, that no matter how many times somebody corrects you, you'll never be able to get it right because Turtle Boy will never be able to spell, to say Bill Maher's name correctly. I don't know, what, what is that? I mean? said it, right? I said Bill Maher. No, you I mean,
1: said Bill You said Bill Mahar. I mean, well, why does he have an extra A at the end or an E or whatever? Why? Why isn't it just M-A-H-R? It's just how it's spelled, you know? Okay. Well, potato, potato. Like, Kamala, Kamala. It's like if it's, like, why it Kamala when it's yeah. spelled Kamala? Yeah, Kamala, 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 Kampala, whatever. I thought,
0: I thought since I thought for the last 10 years it was Kamala. Kamala. I've and, known her she is for three years. Ten uh, years. <laughs> Kamala, well, whatever. She you know, she's been a senator. She was attorney general out there. She's been a, a player, and I always thought it was Kam Kamala. Kamala, but it's Kamala, like Kamala. Yes, And uh, we, we should all get that straight because we don't want to be disrespectful. Mispronouncing someone's name is very disrespectful. Racist. Um, but but lastly, yesterday, on why yesterday was a big day and a good day for me, for your favorite host here, is I passed my test. I went and got a test, and uh, I knew I didn't have the, uh, the virus, but uh, I got it confirmed. It was very easy, by the way. So now when I see Trump bragging about all the testing, which he does every day, and how many millions of tests we've done, I can say, yeah, I was part of that. It was in and out, boom, nasal swab, which I have no problem with. It was not difficult. And I just got my email. They call you if you're positive and they email you if you're negative. And I just got my email at uh, like three this morning. So I'm good. I'm clean as I knew I I would be. But uh, my mother-in-law's Coming for a visit, so she wanted us to uh, confirm that we weren't going to kill her. So I'm good. I don't know. What, they, what,
1: what kind of test did you do? It's a nasal
0: swab. You don't even. You just cl- they just stick a thing in your nose. Okay. okay. And so wasn't clear. the
1: um, it wasn't the anal one. It didn't go that way? No, right. no, yeah, I was
0: hoping for that. I was okay.
1: Hoping for that, but I there's bet another you one. I bet my you daughter would.
0: did where they swab.
1: you got brought sh- you back to your altar boy days
0: yes, uh yep. there's another quick one where they just rub your, something on your cheek, so it's getting easier, but this wasn't difficult this wasn't invasive it was easy and as I suspected, my uh whole family did it and we all we're all good we're all we're all uh, we're all ready to you know go back and uh go back to school go back to playing football go back to eating in restaurants and 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 living our lives Did we're, part of
2: your debate just saying you have it so that she didn't visit you at all like yeah, it, yes. I don't know, I don't know
0: I was gonna say, oh, I get the sore throat. I can't smell anything. I can't taste anything, uh, just to scare her off. But uh, no, um, there. You know, if
2: there's we we know some people. Do you guys know people who who have it? Who have my, my three year old got a COVID test? She's fine though. I just want to. I, I know
1: some. Do it. The count of the turtle riders, and I know them in the comments. Does that count? You you gave
2: them? you gave your three year old a test for COVID. Before we went on vacation, my three-year-old was sick, and they asked my wife if, if she wanted to do a test, and she just said, sure, fuck do it. But the problem was we didn't get the test back until uh, we just made a gut call. Obviously, she doesn't have COVID, so we made a gut call to go. But what if she ended up having it, and then we were with all those people? That would suck, huh? Well,
0: they don't, they don't transmit it. Three-year-olds don't transmit it, so you'd be fine. I know, but I don't
2: think in good conscience, even with that, I would go on vacation with People
0: that, uh, could I be guess, I, I guess, if you want to, you know, be one of those, yeah, I, I guess, but it I is mean, getting it's, a little do, silly. Do
1: kids really not transmitted. Is that like it's, actually documented though?
0: Well, they, it's not 100%, but it's very, very rare that kids, in fact, there was a study we talked about a couple of weeks ago of I forget the number, it was like 3,000 um, or more, 5,000 uh, school mm-hmm. systems and that are open, and there's not a single example of a kid giving it to a teacher and we'll, we'll how, do they know, teacher. how do you know if a kid gave it to a teacher how do you know I, that I, I guess i don't know a kid has it and in the class they figure out who 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 got it from the teacher
1: and for the student other so students they find out that they you find out a teacher got it how do you know. know who gave it to you i mean that's why i don't believe any of this stuff i don't know google it the teachers aren't
0: getting it from students they're just not and teachers know this and we'll get to the teachers because you're really
1: well kids. researched on this one jerry <laughs>
0: You are well researched, and yeah. it is and it is good stuff. Um, uh, any teacher who uh, is out there protesting or uh, resisting going back to work is despicable. It is they are despicable because they know it. If, if that's your life, you would know. You'd read up. I assume your union would share information. You know it's safe, especially the people who are uh, doing other things out in public, like protesting. Out in public, in crowds, and then say, "No, I'm not going to teach." I mean, that I, I think that's a good idea because would you want that person teaching your child someone who's out there marching with the uh, with the Marxists and the anarchists, and then turning around and saying, "It's not safe to go before your
1: children and teach them"? Uh, I I can't believe people have the balls to. Do that. I'm still blown away by that this, i mean we can get to the story in dudley if you'd like but i did an update on that one and it turns out one of the teachers was at the webster rally where the police chief emasculated himself by lying down face down with his hands behind his back and the crowd <laughs> yelling at him and multiple people were there with no masks no social distancing and one of the teachers uh from dudley who i blogged about yesterday uh she posted a picture from herself there with oh look at my cool sign i'm so woke uh, i don't believe for a second that any of these people is actually scared of the virus if they were they would never step foot near one of these protests ever Uh, it's so true
0: i mean it's it's so hypocritical and again you're either dumb or dishonest if you think going before a bunch of 10 year olds is going to put your life at risk particularly if you're you know if you're 35 and you're not you know fat or you uh ill I mean so you're either dumb or dishonest, which one is it? the teacher that you're talking about who refuses to go back to school but went and marched with b l m and antifa that person is dishonest, they are just dishonest
1: oh yes they're uh, uh they're grifters they i mean i at, at first, I was honestly wondering I'm like. Do these teachers actually believe this shit? Because some of them really seem to think that they're going to die. And, you know, be quite frankly, remote teaching would suck. I mean, I'd rather be back in the classroom. It seems like it's like you have to learn a whole new way of teaching about, like, it's going to be a pain in the ass. It's going to be a lot. The, the requirements are going to be the same as far as, like, making sure that benchmarks are it. And I know how this works. It's a pain in the ass. And it seems like you have to learn a whole new system. I'd rather just be back in the classroom, which made, makes me believe, that some of them actually believe that their like lives are in danger. But or, then I or, see them at the protests, and I'm like, well, what the hell? Well, there are some who
0: are dumb. You're right. Some are just dumb. They don't read up. They don't pay attention. They've enjoyed their four or five-month vacation, and they've been you know, watching whatever, Real Housewives, or watching you know Masked Singer or something. They're not following the news. They're not reading up. Those people, I understand. They're just not smart. The, the other people who are reading up, paying attention, they know- They're not going to die if they go back to school, but they don't want to go back to school. They want either to continue the vacation or they want leverage, as we've talked about many times. The teachers unions are looking for leverage, and uh, some of them aren't even subtle. They're not even cute about it. We mentioned Los Angeles where they're demanding that they defund the police and they end charter schools before teachers will return to their jobs. I don't understand how you can't just not pay them if they don't go back to – that's how it should work. You don't get paid. You don't go to school. But why can't you just go back to school, and if some kid is vulnerable, if some kid's got an – you know, uh, he's at risk because of his immunity, is compromised. He stays home, and he learns remotely, but all the other kids show up in school. I mean, it's nuts. We're going to get to the best spokesman for returning to school slash sports – uh, particularly football that I've heard yet. I don't know his name. I don't know where he is, but his uh, video went viral yesterday. I tweeted it out and got a big reaction because the guy just makes sense. He's a better spokesman, obviously, than Donald Trump. Uh, maybe, maybe Trump, maybe someone in Trump's camp will get a hold of the guy and he'll become the new Joe. Jerry. Joe
1: everybody on this panel right now is a better spokesman than Donald Trump. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, what? Well, but you know what? You know who's not a better spokesman than Donald Trump? Who? Uh, that would be Joe Biden. That would be one Joe Biden. That's true. That's uh, true. That's true. Um, it, it doesn't matter how clumsy, how awkward, how self-involved Donald Trump is. And God knows he's tweeting this morning about just the dumbest stuff, about Joe Scarborough's ratings. It just And, and the lamestream media. And it's just cringy stuff. I mean, I wish he would just take a break or maybe have some aide or assistant do his tweeting because someone, some people around him tell him he's wonderful on Twitter and he believes it. And he believes he wouldn't be in office without Twitter. But uh, this morning, you know, yesterday was Bill Maher. Today he's tweeting about Joe Scarborough. I mean, how how does in his world, how is that important right now? We have 82 days of this campaign. Um, For the first time in my life, I feel like it is, it is accurate to say the most important election of our lives we see the forces the dark forces at work we see antifa and black lives matter and we see these people who want to fundamentally transform the country they have a candidate now they have joe biden and they have Kam- uh, kamala kamala did I get that right kamala harris yes they're good they're all behind them they want to change you know this country for not for the better Donald Trump's our only hope. He is a he is a uh, clumsy, inarticulate leader, but he's all we got at this point. It is scary to think that in 82 days his reign his his time could be over and the people that want to uh the the, the candidates of Antifa and Black Lives Matter would be taking office. Can you imagine that cabinet? Can you imagine this? The, the people, oh, man.
3: Liz I mean, Warren, Liz oh, Warren and, and Julia Castro.
1: It, it's it'll be like the debates all over again. That AOC, show.
0: AOC will be not necessarily in the cabinet, but she'll be in the White House. She'll be in the in there advising AOC and Elon Omar. Well, and somebody's
1: Bernie got to Bernie feed Bernie. Joe Biden his breakfast. <laughs> well, I
0: mean, as we know, Bernie, you know Joe Biden's almost irrelevant. He's just there at the top of the ticket because he's good old Joe. But here's what I – I watched the coverage, read the coverage. I know you did. We talked about it yesterday with Alex about the um, about uh, Kamala Harris. Kamala. Make sure I get the name right. I don't want to be disrespectful. Um, she was a terrible candidate. Uh, she ran for the nomination. We know that. So I'm sitting there yesterday saying I want to see what kind of support she had. I mean, California is kind of irrelevant because – you know, Biden's going to win it anyway. It's not like she can deliver her home state. It doesn't matter. But she's a woman of color, not a, not an African-American, by the way, which is an issue for uh, for Don Lemon. She's a Jamaican uh, Indian woman. Why woman do they say
1: from, that? Where do What do they think j- black people in Jamaica came from? Uh, because she's uh, I guess uh, because they're Jamaican. Right. I mean, well, it's like she's but they're still Jamaican. from Africa, Right initially like they didn't that uh, jamaica you know a thousand years ago was not filled with black people i, hate I don't to, know that. that's, First
0: a that's a good yeah. question we'll get to that we have a long yeah. campaign eighty-three okay. days but she's you know her she doesn't she's not a descendant of slaves which is you know she calls for reparations at some point someone's going to point out to her you don't receive reparations you have to give them her parent ancestors were slaveholders we went over this yesterday there was a Whole story about it that uh, her I don't know father's you know great great grandfather was well, a her slave father girl.
1: doesn't like her does she does doesn't her father not like her
0: yes right,
1: right. doesn't <laughs> like but she's Jamaican uh,
0: not that it matters she's a woman of color you know she's that's what she is and that's what they needed and that that's what's important identity politics is all that matters mm. but show me and and we've got you know we've gone over her record she's a radical left winger that the that the New York times and the Washington post are flat out lying about flat out lying, calling her pragmatic centrist. George Stephanopoulos says she comes from the middle of the road, the moderate part of the Democrat party, which is a flat out lie. Stephanopoulos knows that's a lie, but they're going to do whatever they can to stop the evil orange man. And that means lying about Kamala. Well, I mean, you look at her record, it's all radical left wing, you know, partial birth abortion green New deal you know universal health care um, she is as and you know uh, she wants to ban fracking ban plastic straws she wants to let zarnia vote everything every stance she takes is radical lefty but whatever show me where she's ever shown that she's popular that she could get support across the country show Did me you where- see
1: how she got elected attorney General Jerry she got less than 50 percent of the vote in California. And a big reason she won is like, I looked, she got like 49%. The Republican got 48 And the Independent, like, the, of course, the Libertarians, you know how I feel about them, they ruined it. So some Libertarian ran and got 3%, which undoubtedly would have gone to the Republican. He could have spared us this nightmare, this disaster if she, if she ends up winning and becoming de facto president of the United States. I forgot how unlikable she was. I really did. And forget she did about really- all the things they said during the debates. Aiden, she didn't make it to
0: the primaries. You look. You want yes. to look up how she did in the primaries? I mean, she didn't, didn't make, make it. it. Yes. Didn't How's make it, it to not? Iowa. Didn't make it to New Hampshire. She was, she was so unpopular in the polls. And this is my favorite poll. You won't see this too many places, but I think it was a CBS poll. Um, they in November she she pulled out. She uh, she quit the race in December, which is two months before uh, the primaries. Um, she knew she was going nowhere. So she quit and all the people who hung in there, all the, you know, you, Julian Castro's and Eric Swalwell's, I don't even know when did he drop out?
1: He, he didn't even make the second
0: debate, but all the losers, um, you know, some of them were, were more popular in the polls than she was. But, uh, in November, they did a poll of, uh, likely black voters, black voters, mm-hmm. Joe Biden, 43%, Bernie, 20%, Liz Warren, 6%. Kamala Harris, 5%. She was less popular among black voters than Liz Warren. And the reason that Biden couldn't pick Liz Warren is because he needed a black woman. What good is a black woman if the black voters don't like her?
1: Yeah, people were saying that's like, uh, (laughs) so he doesn't need... Biden is the guy who attracts black voters. He's also a Democrat, so they don't really need black voters. I can't imagine Kamala, Kamala, whatever... Being popular in the states that they need to win, and I don't know if you notice this. I, I follow the odds every day. I go on Bovada and I check the presidential odds because Vegas doesn't give money away, they have a better idea of who's going to win than anybody. And it did sli- slightly move in Trump's favor as a result of this yesterday, particularly in some swing states like Pennsylvania and North Carolina. He's now leading in the polls, he was losing before. Um, it's doable. I mean, I was, I'm down right now, I'm mean, gun to my head. If it keeps going the way it is, I would. Biden has to be the favorite. However, our takes is just keep Kamala talking. The more they're out, the more unlikable this ticket is.
0: And you think about the beard that you know. The, who do you want to have a beard test? That thing that you know. Everyone always said Reagan. They'd like to have a beer with Reagan or George W. Bush. Just seemed like a likable guy. They said about Clinton. You know, unless you're a 14 year old girl on on Pedophile Island, you'd like to be you know around Clinton. And Obama, same thing. I mean, does anybody want to have a beer with, with Kamala? I guess Biden, you used to want to have. Now, if you had a beer, you're afraid that he'd he'd wet his pants and you'd have to clean up the mess. But Kamala is just not likable. She has a mean girl quality to her. She she gives you that eye roll and like she just dismisses you. And I said, it reminds me of like when I was uh, a kid and my, my oldest sister, you know, when she was like 16 and I was uh, 13. Everything I said should be like, oh, it's dumb. That's dumb. And roll around.
1: That's the feeling you get around Kamala. She's yeah, I don't like the nickname. I don't like phony Kamala. I mean, that's you, terrible. You got, you, need, you got to come up. And I was, what's wrong? I mean, I guess you can't say cunty Kamala. That's what I would go with. But uh, Kam- <laughs> what about Kamala Clinton? Is that off? What about what? Kamala Clinton. Doesn't work. I don't she, know. Why but, not? I mean, but she, phony reminds
0: Kamala, me most of Hillary. she is phony. She is an opportunist. She is not. Uh, Real, she doesn't really believe the things she says. I mean, if you look back, and I know this is not going to get a lot of play because it uh, if you're a Republican, you don't want to attack her for being strong on law and order and being pro death penalty. So, your Republicans are probably not that's attack you get from the left. Yeah, what are they doing? Why are they trying to wreck her for that? I, 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 you know, and hopefully they drop it because it's dumb. I mean, to say. Look what she did. She put people in prison for marijuana. And and the average Republican or even moderate is going to say, so what? I mean, that's the way it was. Uh, But anyway, uh, I don't think the nickname phony Kamala, uh, you know what? He should just call her. He should just call her Kamala. What do you think of that? Kamala. Because that's very disrespectful. That's what I heard.
2: All right, today's show brought to you by Flagship Wealth. Go to FlagshipWealth.com slash retirement. Dave, I'm here with you again. People loved that I was picking on you last ad, so we're doing this again. Let's do it. All right, so a lot of people have requested the guide. We're in the 700s, which is unbelievable. If you haven't got it, get your hands on it. But so many of you had, so now I think it's step two, right? What should people do now that they've read it? What
4: do they do next? Dave, they've got to act. You know, We just had the best July in over 10 years. The market is priced to perfection. Uh, If you heard about the elections coming up, I've heard about this. Congress oh, oh you're, is, try,
2: you're trying to go back and forth right yes, now. Yes, okay, and Congress is screwing
4: now. up when it comes to the stimulus package right now. We tell you within this booklet where the market's going and how we're going to get there. So it's important
1: you've got it. Act on it.
2: Act on it. That's what you got to do. So go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Get your hands on it if you haven't. If you have act on it, whether that's call Dave, whether that's do more research for yourself, whatever you're going to do, take the advice that's in the guide. Does that
4: make sense? Take control of your retirement before the market does it for you, Dave.
2: Ooh, that sounded good. Have you
4: said that before? We're going to use that, I think. Yeah,
2: I think you should keep that one. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPC. If you didn't see the segment two days ago, it was hilarious. We talked
0: about it yesterday. Where Tucker and his guest Richard Goldstein, Goodstein, I think it's Goodstein, the bald guy, he's been around forever. He's a political, you know, whatever consultant hack, who's a big left winger, and he fights. That's why they like to have him on. He's feisty, and he fights with Tucker. And Tucker asked, you know, the big question, like, who's who's you know, who likes this woman, who supports her, and he all the guy wanted to talk about was the pronunciation, that
1: uh, the mispronunciation that, oh. that Tucker was using. Legion and, user just came up with a good one, okay. Camel Toe Camela. <laughs> camel that's yeah. a good one. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be wild if the president started calling her Camel Toe? <laughs> camel toe. <laughs>
0: oh, <I like laughs> it. I'm not sure that's gonna fly, either, but you know what? It's gonna be something dumb. The people think his nicknames are great, they're not very creative you know whatever lion ted or little mark little marco. I mean, little marco was a good
1: one i like that
0: one but it's pretty simple it sounds very you know third grade-ish which is
1: crying chuck was a good one i like crying that one
0: yeah and what, what what's nancy okay. nancy's
1: like stupid name. didn't nancy. have anything for a long time remember that was she was just nancy uh yeah Liam? i forget what it was but we'll I see what he comes like up nancy. with camel, camel Cam, camela but
0: so uh, i think i think tucker genuinely just thought that's how you pronounced it. Like I said, I've been mispronouncing it for years, and he calls her Kamala. And Richard Goodstein was very upset by this, and it kind of and you, and it gave you a, a sense of you know how they're going to approach this. That this it's disrespectful because she's a woman to mispronounce her name. It's all going to be about identity politics. Anything you say, any attack is going to be, oh, you wouldn't do this to a man. Although you would, and by the way, the, the the ultimate double standard is they viciously attacked Sarah Palin for everything, for everything, mm. and held her to an entire different standard than you will hold Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. But can we play the yeah. initial the yep. initial uh, correction that Richard Goodstein made on Tucker?
4: Um, Tucker, can I just say one quick thing because this is of something course. that will serve you and your fellow um, hosts on Fox. Her name is pronounced, comma, like the punctuation mark. Look, Kamala. Okay. okay. We, uh, seriously, I've heard every sort Un- of Okay, So of that. what? That's how it is. Uh-uh. Kamala. Okay. 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 Well, but that, I that's... think it's out of a respect for somebody who's going to be on the national ticket. Pronouncing her name right <laughs> is actually okay. not. It's kind of a. So bare I'm minima. disrespecting her by mispronouncing her name unintentionally. So it begins. You're not allowed to criticize Kamala Harris, or Kamala Harris, or whatever. Kamala. No, no. Because no, no. It's Kamala. Kamala Harris, no, it's not whatever. Okay, look, I unintentionally mispronounced her name, question. but I love the idea that she's immune from criticism. So let me restate my question. Let me Because answer on this qu- show, no, no. nobody oh, got in it. power is immune from criticism. Our political leaders must be held to account. That's our job. So they go,
0: <clears throat> they move on, on to whatever, they, that was Tuesday, they move on. And then yesterday uh, came the criticism from all the, and, and you got to see the coverage of CNN and MSC, MSNBC to believe it. You know, they... She made a speech yesterday, I guess you'd call it an acceptance speech, an appearance uh, in in Delaware with Biden, where they both came out with their masks. And, you know, she was fine. She just was what she was. She was attacking Trump. She's essentially the attack dog. She's, you know, Spearwagno. She's brought onto the ticket to attack because Biden is inept. We're all, uh, we all understand that. That's the way it's going to be. She's going to attack Trump every day. And they're hoping... Joe can kind of sit back and hide and, you know, back in the basement and, and Kamala will do the dirty work. That's, that's how it's going to work. Anyway, they acted as if she just gave like the greatest speech, like, you know, Reagan at, uh, at the wall in, uh, in East Germany or something, this historic speech. And they accused uh, Tucker of being sexist and disrespectful. It was comical. Can we hear some of the people on, uh, you know,
4: on Kamala's team on CNN and MSNBC yesterday on the world today, they wanted you to know that someone out there had mispronounced Kamala Harris's name? I want you to listen to how Tucker Carlson, the best he could do was to somehow mangle her name. Listen. Tell Kamala Harris what to say, and she will say it. That is the whole point of Kamala Harris. I call him Schmucker Carlson, but it's an ethnic term, so he might not understand.
2: <laughs> but then at the end, it's laughable because he's like, or whatever. So it, it's like, no, it's not whatever. It is about you having to finally face what you have done to this country, to black people, to black women. There's nothing or whatever about this moment.
4: ho, ho, ho.
1: Tucker Carlson.
4: Yeah. I, I t- actually try not to play that tape like that very often because it's not edifying and those people are so personally unhappy they're already suffering so <laughs> 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 <I don't laughs> true. last night to watch this show one of them who's paid by CNN to watch this alleged a conspiracy he tweeted that we claim this was unintentional but our show often does mispronounce the names of people we're critical of it's the sort of thing on his show it seems pretty intentional exclamation point Then a senior political analyst at CNN even claimed the pronunciation was an attempt to play the victim in the story because Kamala Harris, quote, didn't appear on the scene yesterday, whatever that means. So, but the bottom line is, look, any criticism of Kamala Harris is immoral. Anyone who so much as mispronounces her name is a racist. That's what they're telling you. So with that in mind... Pretty amusing to watch old Joe Biden himself mispronounce Kamala Harris's name today. Watch.
2: I told him I wanted to be the last person in the room before he made important decisions. That's what I asked Kamala.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank God for him. Thank God for Sleepy Joe. He makes it so great. He makes it so easy.
0: Think of that. Think of that. He's, he's disrespectful to say Kamala and the guy who just picked her. And let's be honest, if Literally. they win, if Trump loses, Kamala is your, that'll be your 47th president, correct? Biden will be 46. And by February, March, Kamala will be 47. That will be your first female president, your first Uh, Is that
1: really an accomplishment if the first black female president got there because the guy, the president she ran with got dementia? I mean, that's how you go down in history is like John Tyler or Gerald Ford. It doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't matter. It is. It it is all about power. It's all about winning. But you hear it and how they're going to circle the wagons and how all the, you know, all the mainstream media will lie about her and do anything to defend her and make her out to be, you know, the victim. You heard it. it is that it's, you know, that's that woman on whatever that was MSNBC said, uh, you know, that's how they treat women or black women. And um, can Kamala play the victim in any way? She's a kid, a child of uh, two college professors grew up in, in with privilege, you know, went to Howard and went to Berkeley. And as you point out, you know, got elected statewide when uh, when a libertarian stole some votes
1: She's had everything handed to her. as far as know, Jerry. I mean, have you seen Willie Brown? Have you <laughs> thought about some of the things she's had to do to get where she is today? Is yeah, that something to point out? That
0: is true. She had to do that, which is kind of different. I mean, he was 60 and she was 20-something, like 27, 28 when they were together. Uh, so uh, maybe – I guess she had to earn it. Um, but – I don't understand. And I know it had to be a woman and it had to be a woman of color. And the list wasn't that long. And and Stacey Abrams uh, would have been a disaster. And I don't know. I guess they thought Susan Rice couldn't overcome Benghazi, but nobody likes Kamala. Nobody likes her. And I just don't know how passionate people are going to be about supporting her just because she's doesn't have a penis and because her uh, ancestors came from Jamaica. I mean, is that the whole argument? Is, look, she's not a man
1: and she's not white. That's the case for Kamala, correct? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, uh, she's sharp. She's, you know, whatever. She looks good. She likes pantsuits. She's a big fan of pantsuits. She never I mean, wears dresses. She's, she's not
0: like Sarah Palin smoking hot. She's 55.
1: I bet she wouldn't in her younger days. I bet she was a looker. No? Well, she posts that picture of her
0: when she was bussing, but getting bused when she was like, 12 or something. So nah, that's too young. I haven't seen any, mm-hmm. you know, college age type pictures. Maybe, maybe, but, uh, I don't think the point of her is to, you know, attract the, the horny guy vote. Do you,
1: well, what do you think? Ma- Ma- has Monica Cannon Grant chimed in about that's riding a, white penis? That's a good question. That's, uh, um,
0: good question. She's uh, disqualified. Cause she rides white penis. Yeah. As, oh, as one of the commenters points out on our Facebook, uh, live is that you by, um, Introducing us all to Monica Cannon Grant and her relationship with Joe Kennedy, you have done a big favor to Markey. The polls have shifted since you pointed out that Joe Kennedy slobbers all over this racist Monica Cannon Grant. You might deliver Markey back to the Senate when it seemed like he was going to lose to the Kennedy family, to the Kennedy money, Those that that has shifted that's up in the air. That's a toss up.
1: I'm not saying that the uh, you know, Ed Markey campaign is paying me. Um, but I've certainly helped out Eddie Ice Cream, I think pretty well. Would you, would you not? I think he's gonna win now. I thought he was gonna lose.
0: That is unbelievable. That I'm saying I don't want him to win. I want Kennedy because Kennedy seems like a nice guy. He's an idiot.
1: Kennedy seems seems like a nice guy.
0: I met him. I met him once. He seemed like a nice guy. He's an
1: idiot. I can't stand his voice. It's like I I can't.
0: did talking the other day in the debate about environmental – he needs environmental justice for his children. I'm going – can someone say me? stop yeah. right here and define that, you dope?
1: Well, have you seen the guys running for Kennedy C2? The one guy – what's his oh. name? Auschwitz? I swear the guy's got a name like – is his name Auschwitz? It's something well, similar. No, but
0: like- the, uh, Tucker did a segment on the woman who's running who uh, came yeah, to the this Moroccan country chick. from – from I forget where from from Northern Africa came to this yeah. country and she was you know a refugee and this country gave her everything she got an education she got you name it housing and and she's now she wants to destroy this whole country one of those one of those Elon Omar lights yeah I hate those candidates she has no, hate no shot those people she has no shot it's, it's we'll going to be it.
1: that guy Auschwitz the guy that's you know the guy who's on TV all the time he looks like he's twenty five years old.
0: The guy's name is Auschwitz? No. It looks like
1: it. Him. Something like Auschwitz, whatever his name He's on my TV all the time. He's always on commercials. The Globe endorsed him. He's, oh, he seems Christ. like a sharp
0: 30-year-old I've been doing this for decades. If the Globe endorses someone, I don't. I mean, when they come out with their picks for the referendum questions, I used to clip and save. If there would be like four or five reparations, they'd say vote yes, vote no yes. I'd just get the Globe uh, endorsements and go the opposite. If the Globe, Globe endorsed Markey, it's the first time – in history, the Globe has endorsed
1: an opponent of a Kennedy. So you can't support Markey. I mean, you can't. It would be so much, Jerry. The, the good part about Kennedy losing is he's given up his Congress seat, too. So we won't hear right. from this guy for a while. And his voice, you have to admit, his voice is so- oh, It's totally crazy. annoying. And you could tell he's
0: not that bright. And you could tell every, you know, he's had everything handed to him. Joe
1: Kennedy, he talks like this. And I was out there. And I care about the transgender community i do i can't stand. I can't do it i can't do it and environmental justice okay. at least with ed markey it's like i don't hear from him ever I, I barely know his voice sounds like he's the other guy you don't want to be the senator jerry and i've said this for a while where you know both of the senators by name like we in this state people think of pocahontas and the other guy what's his name you don't want if you become the state where people know both of your senators by name that's how you become new york that's how you become california you don't want or, that,
0: you know. You're right. It doesn't matter. They're all terrible. They're just terrible. Uh, Marky Marky is, you know, uh, latched himself, hooked himself to uh, to AOC. So we, you know, have our own AOC talking about environmental justice. It's, and it's just, it's hopeless. We're irrelevant. That the, you know, the candidates won't even uh, won't even campaign, you know, in Massachusetts. They'll campaign in New Hampshire and Maine. But we won't see trump or or certainly not biden and and maybe or we won't see Kamala unless she's trying to raise money. we We're kind of irrelevant here. but uh, I want to get to a couple of people, and I'm gonna I'm, I want to get to three people. they're they're all males, I'm sorry. I think they're all uh, they're all white. Yes, they're all white. I apologize, who have not gotten nearly the coverage from the mainstream media. in a couple of cases, it's nauseating. I know you, have heard of them, and I certainly have heard of them and read about them. I'm sure Cullinane has not, uh, unless they're wrestlers or, or barstool personalities. Cullinane doesn't know who hockey they are. Players
2: hockey players, now too. Yeah, I mean hockey. Oh, that's too. true.
0: Hockey players. Hockey yeah. players. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I just guess. Guess who Cannon Hinant is? Can you guess? Can't even guess. Nope. Uh, you you, so you know, you, 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 process of elimination, you know that Cannon Hinnett is not a wrestler, right? Because you'd right. know him. Yep. Not a it, hockey player. Not a hockey player. And he's not, probably not a Barstool guy. Although, you know, he could be because I don't know them all. But um, Dave's, Dave's very excited, by the way, of uh, uh, Dion Sanders. And I saw a Portnoy tweeting about it and how, how great it's going to be. I predicted this yesterday. I'll predict it, predict it again. Dion won't last six months at Barstool.
1: Why do you say that? You didn't
0: like the signing? Uh, it's a terrible signing and I understand they're just looking for big names
2: uh, and he's a big big name and it looks good but uh, he what flat out you're, admits. What if, you're, what if you're the asshole? Like what you say he was an asshole when you dealt with him but what if he, he just thought you were an asshole and decided I didn't to say he was him. an asshole?
0: He was a phony. Oh. When I, it was very nice to me but it was all because I was a sports illustrated and he cried and he and he was very emotional. But I've seen him and seen him long enough to know that that he's difficult. And I've talked to people in the business who say he's difficult and he's terrible. I mean, do you, have you watched him on an NFL network and thought he was insightful or funny or anything? I I think
2: he's entertaining.
4: I don't don't
0: even know what he's saying half the time. He's terrible.
4: Yeah,
2: but you can tell a guy, a guy like him can shit talk. If he wants to shit talk, like you two guys can shit talk, right? Like we need more people. Like there's not a lot of people out there in, in the, like, that have a free reign in sports that can shit talk like Deion Sanders. He could shit talk,
0: talk, but you don't understand what he's talking about half the time. It's all noises and sound effects. And I wish we could get some highlights from his post game work on NFL network. Cause we used to play it on the radio and it'd be like, what is he saying here? It's just, "Ah." anyway, it'll be terrible because I don't think he's going to be able to carry a podcast on his own. I mean, he can go on with uh, you know Big Dan, and he'll be fine because that that podcast is huge. But and he's difficult, and I think Portnoy's not ready for that. And he flat out admits that he doesn't. He wants to coach. He wants to coach. He wants to get the job at Florida State. He's still looking to get into coaching, which is kind of surprising because coaching is hard. And uh, you know, podcasting for him would be easy. You just sit there and talk. I mean, he's going to do like a Sunday night show, right? Recapping all the NFL games.
2: Uh, yeah, I think he's doing a pregame show. I pre-game. think. Yeah.
0: So that's, that's easy too. How much
1: do they're paying
2: him? Uh, I bet it's an attractive deal for Barstool. I bet it's kind of like a revenue share type program. I bet they're not paying him crazy money. You and know what happens the-, the
0: next time Portnoy steps in it? If they have some video of Portnoy saying something, you know, racist from 20 years ago, is, is Dion going to stab him in the back like everyone else at the company?
2: Yeah. You- Dion didn't have a problem with, uh, you know, he obviously must have done some kind of a review in in his decision-making process. And he didn't have a po- problem with, uh, what is it? Resist programmings. Right. right, yeah. right. Has Barstool we'll
1: survived the loss of those major employees, the woke ones?
2: Uh, I don't think any of them have left
0: the company. Well, one, one, like, social media guy left the company, and he got, up, he got
2: praised and applauded by all the.
1: Well, there's media. the one, Tyler, that. Right. The Trill guy, he left too. he, yeah, was he left. And
2: didn't his buddy then move back to Boston or something because of it, if something happened like that? I don't know. Obviously, don't the know. company is in shambles now, obviously. You're, you're, the expert, uh, yeah. kind of yeah. you're the expert. Yeah, they're in shambles. They just signed Deion Sanders, but they're just, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to work. It's a it's no. it's
0: a, it's a bad signing, but we'll see. We'll see. Portnoy's, you know, he he he's celebrating the latest uh, enemy to go down. This suit man at HBO got fired, and Portnoy was sipping the Whatever it is, Don Perrion, the Crystal in celebration. But uh, back to Cannon Hinnett. This is not a happy, fun story. Uh, Cullinan doesn't know who he is, but you know what? Most people don't. Turtle Boy, you and I are uh, news junkies, and you know we read, you know, Daily Wire, and we read, uh, we follow uh, you know, Ben Shapiro and Matt Walsh and all the usual uh, uh, right wingers out there. So we know it's a kid, uh, a young kid in. Um, North Carolina, who um, uh, I'm trying to get all the details, who was shot dead by his neighbors. Five years old, five year old boy. Uh, his neighbor uh, shot him in front of his sisters. It's just the most disturbing, saddest, most sickening story you'd ever want to read. I know this is not, again, not a happy story, but it's a story that gets no coverage, no coverage. And why? Why does it get no coverage? Because the boy is white, the shooter is black. So because of their skin color, we don't read about it, we don't hear about it. There's no certainly no marches, no no celebrities offering to play for pay for Cannon Hinant's uh, funeral. It's it's like not even uh, a mention on any of the big news networks. And um you're not I, even kidding. Like
1: Matt Walsh Googled all of them. Not a single thing came up. Just, now just imagine, just imagine if the if the, if the races were reversing this, if a, a five-year-old black child drove his bike onto a white person's lawn and the white man responded by coming out and executing him in front of his, his family. Like, would that not be the f- headline story for the next month and a half?
0: It would be so big; um, it would change our lives. I mean, it would be literally, it would be uh, George Floyd big. It, there would be protest after protest. I mean, we've seen uh, the uh, the effectiveness with which people spoke up and and and, and protested uh, after George Floyd. I think it's going to energize the next wave of. Hell, it revitalized the, the Brianna Taylor story, the Brianna Taylor uh, um, uh, uh, cause. This would be so big, so wild, we would be talking about it every day, and we'd be recapping the protests every damn day. If Cannon Hinnant, five-year-old boy, if he were black and his shooter uh, were white, we would we'd be talking about it nonstop. Shooter's name is Darius Sessions Sessons, twenty-five year old guy uh, in Wilson, North Carolina. And you and you have to read the story to believe it. I mean, Cannon's seven and eight year old sisters were sta- were there with him. He rode his bike allegedly on the lawn of Darius Sessions Sessums, who knew the family had been over the family's house for like a cookout the day before. Obviously, he's unhinged. He's insane. He shot the kid dead for riding his bike on his lawn. It is so disturbing. It is sickening. And you hear nothing, nothing about it in the media. No mention. Matt Walsh from Daily Wire did a search. Um, there was no, uh, uh, he, he did a search of all the networks, CBS, NBC. None of them mentioned it. It's incredible. None of them mentioned it in, in any way. And here was my favorite. He did the um he went through cnn's cnn's 24-hour news channel i'm pretty sure at least it used to be and now it's a, probably a 24-hour you know biden campaign commercial but so he goes through the news on cnn's website <clears throat> they don't even have like a a three paragraph story about it because the child is white the shooter is black that's all if the races were reversed it would be the all every story on the homepage would be about this. You'd agree with that, right? Yeah. I mean, I can't. It was
1: unfortunately born white. If it was a white guy killing a white kid or a black guy killing a black kid, I would argue that would be big news.
0: Yes. Yes. You're probably right. So Matt Walsh goes and does the search of the CNN website that they, they didn't think this was news enough to cover it. They didn't think it was news enough to put anything on their website. But they did, and this was yesterday. They did clu- include a story about Smashmouth doing a concert at a biker rally. Uh, here's another story. It says you might not know what the term Latinx means, and Ooh. you're not alone. People Ooh. don't know. People don't use the term Latinx. I'd like Latinx. to learn.
1: I'd like to learn Latinx. more about that. Give it a click.
0: Did I res- did I uh, mispronounce that? Latinx, Wait,
1: Latinx or Latinx? I don't, know. I don't
0: know. Latinx. Elizabeth Warren used to use it. Latinx, I think. Okay. Uh, here's another one. Widower installs a wax statue of his late wife in his dream home. Okay. so and That's like in India or somewhere. And there's another one. Guess what? This one after Tucker Carlson is corrected by a guest, he says, so what? Those are four stories <clears throat> right now on their website. No mention of Canon Hinnant. Uh, and this poor kid is, is dead and he's going to be buried and, 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 and forgotten because he had the misfortune of being born white and, and the misfortune of having his murderer uh, be black. It's, it's, it's sickening. <clears throat> another, here's, okay, there's another kid. I want to know if you know of this kid. Um, Owen Buell. Do you know who Owen Buell is? can't say that I do. <clears throat> well, Owen Buell is a re- kid who's had a real tough life so far. He's two years old. He's a cancer patient. He has stage four neuroblastoma. He's from Chicago. He's being treated at the Lurie Children's Hospital. His family uh, is from outside of the city. Um, They can't, uh, I think they're from Joliet, Joliet, where, where the Blues Brothers were imprisoned. They're from Joliet, Illinois. So he is in the hospital. His family's staying at the Ronald McDonald House, which we all know what that is. It's a charitable thing where, McDonald's pays for families to stay. It's kind of like the Neely house in Boston. Um, they're staying there, but they're going home to Joliet for a day because he's going to celebrate his birthday. He was, I think going to turn three. So there was a big day. Uh, they couldn't go. You know why they couldn't go? Cause looters in Chicago the other night, the B- black lives matter looters just looted the Ronald McDonald house. They couldn't leave. They were locked down. The kid couldn't go to his own birthday party. That's another story. You got to look hard if you want to find it. But they, we, we, heard about them trashing the Tesla dealer and the Omega watch store and the mall and all the other and the Saks Fifth Avenue in Chicago on that million mile, millionaire mile, whatever it's called. Did you read anywhere hear anywhere that they they trashed the Ronald McDonald House?
1: I um, I think I saw it on Twitter because I follow I follow Matt Walsh. That's where I get a lot of my news from.
0: Uh, I should be asking Colin. Colin, did you hear about Owen Buell? Nope. No idea. Uh that's another story. Just sickening, but you don't hear about it unless you know you're following the, the right wing websites. I was too
1: busy focusing on how Tucker Carlson pronounces Kamala. Right. Know? As as yeah.
0: as somebody so brilliantly pointed out, the job of the mainstream media is to cover the news with a pillow until it stops moving. They are there to suppress. That's one way to uh, the one great example of media bias is not coverage of the news, but non coverage. You don't hear stories like this. They are on the same team as black lives matter. And the, and the looters in Chicago, they are not going to tell you about Owen Buell. Uh, number three, I don't even know. I don't even know the guy's name. I don't have a name. I'm working on it. Um, I will, I will get your name because I have a feeling this guy is not, this guy's not going away. I'm going to tell you about the third guy after today tell about, Shay. Shay, people have heard of Shay. In fact, why you're good at this, Turtle Boy. While I tell people about Shay, why don't you see if you can get the guy's name, the Pennsylvania football coach who we're going I to I I couldn't find it. We don't have a name? I couldn't find the name. To, I look too. About, I mean,
2: I'm going to keep about, searching for that guy. How about find this either. one?
0: How about this one in t- 2024? Vice President. What about that? How about someone some cabinet position? This guy needs to have a higher profile. But uh, first, Shea Concrete. Let me tell you about Shea. A fourth-generation-owned and operated business working hard day in and day out to be your trusted precast concrete partner. Shea's a local company, but they're all over New England. There's four state-of-the-art facilities, and they're all up and cranking and doing great because they do such great work. If you're a contractor, let me tell you some of the products. Shea can deliver to your job site ready for installation. Water and wastewater products, barriers and bullards, stairs and bulkheads, electrical and communication products. The list goes on and on. The guys at Shea can do it all. And if you're an engineer, Shea can help you design your next project. Give them a call for more information or for an estimate or just log on to SheaConcrete.com. And if you're looking for a job, a good job with a good company, this is the place to look. SheaConcrete.com. They're always hiring. They're always looking for CDL drivers. They're looking for people at all four of their plants. If you think it would be a good fit, a good place for you, just send your resume to jobs at shakeconcrete.com. All right, we don't have a name. Do we did we look? No name? No name. Um, there's a coach in Pennsylvania, and I just love the guy. I tweeted about it because I've been trying to explain why football should be played. I know you understand why football should be played. It's maddening because what you get in response or or in 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 uh, disagreement would be people who lie and they say, Oh, this, you know, you're going to risk the lives of these kids. Uh, you're not risking the lives of these kids. It is not killing 17 year old boys. Um, football is important to these kids. Hell college football. We've talked about this, you know, the big 10 cowardly shut down in the pack 12. Some of these guys, that's their, that's their life. They were, you know, one more season. Maybe they were going to be a senior and, you know, this was a- Imagine a, the kids last year. Would anybody know who Joe Burrow is? No, and Joe Burrow said as much. He'd be a fourth Man. or fifth round pick if he didn't have a senior year at LSU and win a national title and win a Heisman. Someone is going to do that if they play. And you're going to say, thank God they played. And it just, it it matters to these people, to the kids, to the coaches. And what this coach does is point out that it's a risk they are willing to take.
2: Now, if you're a school president. I got his name. Oh, I went all portal boy on you. If you're a cowardly
0: school president or a political hack school president who is most concerned with stopping Donald Trump, then you use these kids, college kids, just like high school. You use these kids um, for political reasons. But the coach points out that coaches and players understand the risk. It's very small. It's much more risky that they're going to tear their ACL or, or, or break an arm than it get COVID. They know it. They're willing to take the risk. Why does daddy government, in this case, I think he's talking about uh, the governor of Pennsylvania. He's talking about uh, you know, the state government stopping them from playing high school football because they don't think it's worth the risk. First of all, again, no risk. Secondly, these are people who march for Black Lives Matter in Antifa.
1: They take risks. When it's important to them, have they did, did anybody tell them that kids die playing football every year?
0: Yes, I, I <laughs> had this argument with uh, Reamer. He's talking about heart heart problems. Well, every year there's kids with heart problems. Kids, you know, get have heart problems. Kids uh, get paralyzed football.
1: from football. Like they bad do. things happen for like the long term effects. If you really cared about kids, you wouldn't cancel football because of COVID. Yeah, right. You would Cancel football for a number of other reasons. It's just so ridiculous. It's a I good mean, point. Like. It's it's a risky sport. You know what? When they sign up for Pop
0: Warner, when they're nine, they know it's risky. Coaches know it's risky. This is not a big risk that you might get COVID and what? Have to sit home for a week or two? Like same as the flu. I mean, I know that affects, upsets people because it's not the same as the flu if you're old or obese, but it is. In fact, it's less dangerous than the flu if you're 17 and healthy and a good athlete.
2: But anyway... What's the coach's name, Dave? Let's hear it. Oh, there, I wasn't on there. It is Jesse Topper. It is Jesse Hoppy. You, you want to hear from Jesse, Jesse Topper?
0: Topper? He's a coach, and he's making the case for bringing back uh, football or not canceling football, and he made it better than anyone I've heard yet. This is a minute and a half.
3: This is not just about sports. It's really about our society, and this is a critical element in our society, not just the athletics, but also the same kids who are in band. Or the same kids who are in the science club after school. These are structures that are very important. Uh, they they provide opportunities for these kids to excel. And look, when I when I hear things like it's not worth the risk, first of all, uh, as a coach, I've been I have had the opportunity to watch this football team at, at Bedford prepare for this year. And we told them, you know, if you wear your mask, you social distance at meetings, you know, split your time in the weight room. They've done all those things. We said if you follow these protocols, you will have the opportunity to play. To now come back to them and say, you've done everything right, but you know what, we we still don't have the the will to let that happen. And I think back to those words, it's not worth the risk. We know, most of us up here have either played or been a part of athletics. We understand that there's inherent risk to what we do. That's why there's an ambulance that sits out by the football fields on Friday night. We know that there is risk, but always that risk-benefit-reward ratio has always been left up to the families to determine, is this worth the physical risk. Well, I don't see any difference in that now. And quite frankly, the governor has himself said when he was out in a protest in the streets of Harrisburg, he said, when asked, Did you follow your own protocols? He goes, No, I didn't because I felt the cause was worth the risk. Well, we cannot just allow one person in Pennsylvania to, to, serve, to d- discern for everyone which causes are worth the risk and which are not. Please. That should, needs to be left up to parents and it needs to be left up to families. Is it worth the risk? I believe that in my case it is. Maybe some other people don't. But at the end of the day, if we're going to leave that decision only up to one person, then we have a problem that's far greater than COVID-19. There you
1: go. Preach, brother, preach.
0: I, I, I wish I could play. I wish I could play for uh, Jesse Topper. That's the name. That's his name. Yep. Jesse Topper. Now, we are always giving Donald Trump advice. You do it more than anyone, Turtle Boy. Tell him where he should go, what he should say. Tell me he shouldn't uh, reach out to him today, to Jesse Topper. You know, make a phone call, say, Why don't you come visit me in the White House? I'll come to Pennsylvania and visit you, you know, when it's safe. This guy is more articulate and more passionate and makes a better case.
1: Hey, Jerry, we, what do you think would better Trump, Trump's re-election chances? Whining about low ratings Joe uh, <laughs> Scarborough? about how Bill Ma- looks tired? Yeah. I mean, this is such a winning issue. It's football. There's nothing more American than football. And the places Trump needs to win, love football. The big 10 canceling their season is a gift to Donald Trump. He should make that his election issue because you, the big 10 States are literally the States that swung the election, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. He can pick up Minnesota this time. He could, uh, he won Iowa last time. These are the, st- and they all want the people in these States. I'm sure if you ask them, overwhelmingly want to no, play no he, question He should no make that his campaign issue the democrats are taking football away from you I, football are you gonna let them do that it's bad enough they got you know they got a, the, the there's no wall and the legal aliens are taking all your money and all this and now they're taking football it's Why a great
0: issue and this is a great spokesman it sounded so genuine and it's such a good point that this, this idiot governor, Tom Wolf in Pennsylvania, just another moon bat, you know, petty tight ty- tyrant. Like we have in Massachusetts, um, uh, out marching, you know, for Marxism, for the Marxist black lives matter, out marching to defund the police and open the borders. Those are important issues to some people. And apparently they're important to him. So he's willing to, and he's, and he's older. He's 70 something. I believe Tom Wolf. he's out there marching and taking a risk, risking his life, uh, and saying, yeah, but, it, you know, it's he's 71 and he's out marching for Black Lives Matter because it's so important. And then you're going to turn around and tell some 17-year-old kid who thinks football, in it's Pennsylvania, he's probably right, thinks it's his ticket to, you know, to uh, to college. Like Tom Cruise in All the Right Moves, you know, he wants to get out of the mill town and go to college and play football. That's his life right now. That's the most important thing in his world.
1: And this. But Take Trump needs to make governor. it clear because they're going to they try to get away from them. him. They're going to try to pin no football on Trump. That's what the Lincoln Project's doing, all these assholes. They're going to ball. We could have had football if Trump had just gotten this under control. He needs to make it clear that there can still be football. This is a conscious choice that the left is making because football means very little to them. It means very little. They don't cancel the things that they like
0: here's I, I got a bunch of tweets most of them are supportive but some of them saying i love football but in the end it's just a game and covid can cost people their lives people who don't even play it's okay. but it's just loosely associated with it those people have a choice to make too if coaches have a choice to make equipment tr- you know trainers equipment managers whatever uh fans they have a choice they don't have to go to the damn game they don't have to be around the team this coach I don't know how old Jesse Topper is, but hes he looks to be in his 40s. He is taking a chance because he wants to coach. I mean, he, he could probably sit home and get paid, right? Say, cancel the season, sit home and, you know, watch the Masked Singer like the rest of the teachers, union people, and, uh, and get his paycheck. But he wants to coach. That's his choice. I love these. Anti choice people, the Tom Wolf's and the Charlie Bakers, the anti choice left wingers who say, I'm not going to give you the choice. I'm daddy government. I know better. You can't go to the gym. You can't go to the driving range. You can't play football because I decided that it's not worth the risk. Well, who the frig are you to decide whether Jesse Topper should risk his, you know, the 99.9999% chance that he will live? should take that risk to do his job,
1: to do what he loves to do. Go, you know, kiss our ass out of the way. Kids these days, like if you're, if I was in high school, I would be so fucking pissed me at these people just like you're destroying to me when you're that age, this is literally your life. It's all you, it's like what you've been looking forward to for so long in the end of the day, it does, I guess it doesn't really matter. I mean, you can survive without it technically, but what kind of life is that worth living? If you don't have things to look forward to little things like that, that mean a lot to you is let the well, kids play. But that's what I mean. It's like, if you're an average kid, you need Trump needs to make it clear, make this very clear. Democrats did this to you. They're the ones not letting you play and and in right. Republican States. They're playing football. And that's the beauty of this whole, I'm kind of happy the the PAC 12 couldn't wait to couldn't wait to just jump in line and jump in with the big, uh, the big 10, but the, the big 12, those are all red states in the big 12. They're all red states in the sec. They're almost all red states minus Virginia in the ACC. There's a reason those conferences have not canceled yet. And that's the way Trump needs to make it clear. The red state governors are letting you play football. The blue state governors are taking it away.
0: Right. And, and, you know, in Massachusetts, they can do whatever they want. And people are such sheep. They'll just say, Hey, it's only football. You know, let's get back to, you know, uh, uh, taking down statues and doing important work like that. Um, and he has to point out what you just said to some people, this is important and to others, it's not only important, but it's symbolic. Uh, you know, it's freedom. You're going to tell us we can't play football. Think of this, Aiden, uh, in the big 10 and pack 12, they're gonna. I don't know about the Pac-12. The California's so screwed up. But in the Big Ten, the kids are gonna go to school. They're gonna go to school in Michigan and Ohio State and Wisconsin. They're gonna go to school. So they're gonna go to campus. They're gonna go to their dorm. They're gonna go to their classroom. They're gonna go to cafeterias. They're gonna go to the gym. They're gonna go in the in the showers in the hot the cold. sex.
1: We talk about that for a moment. I mean, they're gonna bang, right?
0: Right. Yes, they're gonna do all that. They're gonna go to parties. They're gonna go to frats. And the, what the government is saying, essentially, because the government is pressuring uh, these idiot and, and these presidents, school presidents, are politicians, first and foremost, and they're mostly liberals. So they're saying you can do all those things. Those are important. You know, those are important. But if you want to go out in the field and have with a bunch of other guys and, you know, run around and throw the ball and, and play a game. No, 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 no. Too dangerous. Too dangerous. So you can... You know what they're going to do? I said this yesterday, and I, you know, I briefly played, you know, college football. And what we did, you know, when the season was over, you know, we did we played basketball, we played pickup basketball, we played, you know, uh, uh, ultimate frisbee. You know, we played other sports. It's it's what you do. That's what they're going to do in in Wisconsin and Michigan, and they're going to go. All the players are going to play pickup basketball. Maybe they'll, you know, uh, just work out, lift, run they're going to be all together
1: and what are they going and to do with worms and, and, and you can't do it for real what are they going to do with the dorms in Southwest of UMass? You've been to UMass; those tall sky rises. Yeah, you know, I lived in- there. I lived in
0: Southwest. I mean, I mean be- I did
1: too. it's like there's six thousand kids that live in Southwest, a really small area-wise residential area. Are they going to? I mean, are you allowed to have a roommate? <laughs> are you allowed to have people on your floor? Kids are going to interact. You cannot stop twenty-year-olds from doing whatever the hell they want to do. So it's absolutely asinine to have school back in session and then not have football. They're going to part. Imagine going to UMass and just not partying
0: you know what i'll tell you what they're going to do at umass i you exactly what they're going to do they're going to have day 1 there's going to be a blm protest and then there's going to be some other you know gay pride protest and there's going to be some you know free the whatever protest it's very very uh you know uh social socially conscious campus there's going to be a million protests with with a big crowds some with masks some without and some will get the virus, and you know what they'll do? They'll quarantine, and they'll 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 get better. And I was saying this yesterday. My son's school, they give us – they laid out uh, all the precautions, and they're separating the desks by whatever, eight feet, and then they're going to – have you have to wear a mask in class, and if you need a drink of water, you have to leave the classroom to go in the hallway and drink your water. You can't take your mask off. Um, and they, they got all kinds of – and one of the things they say is keep a – a to-go bag, like a gym bag with some essentials, because if you test positive, they don't let you even go back in your room. You have to just leave, which is crazy. Because if you test positive, they want you to go home and infect, you know, mom and dad and uh, and grandma instead of staying on campus. But there'll be a quarantine for most campuses where kids test positive. They they quarantine like in a in a dorm or a hotel or something. I mean, that's what they're going to have to do. But I mentioned this yesterday. Is, The the teachers, I mean, the parents got to all ask questions. We got to ask questions about what they're doing. And one of the first questions from a parent was, will there be a hotline set up so my kid can uh, rat out his classmates if they don't follow all the guidelines?
1: And they're not going to. Like I said, you can't just – I mean, the only, the only reason to go to UMass is to party. That's literally one of the biggest draws of it all. Yeah. You can't tell them that like, what are you going to do on a Friday and Saturday night? Well, we can't go out because of COVID. Like nobody is going to say that. Nobody's going to say that. If you go to college to drink a lot of beer and meet a lot of girls who don't love you and don't, won't remember you five years from now. That's literally the whole point of this. Yep. Does the other, do other thing stop the spread of COVID asking for a friend? What's, what's the question? Your dental dams stop the spread of COVID. <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, serious, but I'm serious. It's like there's going to be a lot of mouth-to-mouth contact there. That's how say, it's
0: uh, like, and I, I'm the, uh, when I, when I say the, show the show? other thing you do in college, as you remember, is you just get together and you play. You know, sports or you have or you, you you know sit around and smoke weed. But everything you do is in a group of other college kids. Why is one activity? You know, not one, but why is sports canceled when all these other things are going to go off, you know, un, undeterred? It's just
2: Did you it's see the really uh, BU story yesterday? The BU story where they're, they're trying to entice the, the campus to follow the COVID-19 guidelines. And so they left it up to the communications department, students in the communication department, to create a slogan for this campaign. And the slogan, which they filed a trademark for, is fuck it, won't cut it. All oh, right. right. Is you slogan. Did you see that? Yeah.
0: Because that's what many college kids are saying. You know, oh, fuck it. I'm I'm fine. I, I'll, right. you know, if I get the virus, so what? I'll be fine. But they will be. And back to Trump, you're right. that He should be calling this guy Jesse Topper today. He should be appearing with him as soon as possible. And he should be making an issue out of it. Now, I was thinking it was bad for Trump because they canceled football in all these states. But that doesn't matter. He can still go there or, you know, talk to someone there and say, this is wrong. This governor's a tyrant. You guys should be able to play. He, he sort of did that when he went on with Clay Travis the other day and talked about how, how all colleges should be playing like the SEC is playing, like you know his friend Nick Saban and, and Coach O are, are, are playing. They should be doing that everywhere. Big Ten, I mean, you saw what Harbaugh tweeted or what Ryan Day tweeted. They're pissed. They're crushed. They're practicing. They're, they're just, the team is practicing. They're
1: practicing. So what is Josh, Justin Field? Is the Heisman uh, favorite? What What does he do?
0: Well, he's second. To, Trevor Lawrence gets to play, yeah. and okay. and Justin Field doesn't unless he can
1: transfer to like Mississippi. He already did transfer. He transferred from Georgia, so he's going to well, transfer, the transfer back. to the ACC. I mean, he this could go back to Georgia. They got rid of Fromm, so he could go back and take the job. I guess
0: it is amazing that they they're gonna. The talk yesterday was, can all these Big Ten players transfer and be immediately eligible? They should be able to, but. Can you imagine the chaos? It's mid-August and they're going to say all these Ohio State and Michigan players are going to say, you know, what what SEC team can I play for? What who needs me? I mean, it'll just be wild. It's crazy that that it's okay like as as Travis pointed out in Iowa right now. University of Iowa can't play. Iowa State is going full steam ahead. So two schools, two universities in the same state, one can play, one can't. I mean, I guess you can't blame the governor. The same for that. with
1: Indiana and Purdue can't play, but Notre Dame can.
0: Right, right. All in yeah.
1: India, I mean, you can come up with a lot of examples like that. It, it and, makes no and, sense. And
0: again, I get a lot of these tweets saying, "Oh, yeah, you, it's not worth their lives." And if you say that, you're either dumb or dishonest.
1: One or the well, other. What they're saying is that, like, and I don't buy this either. Is they're saying it's like a legal thing, like liability. <sighs> they're worried about liability. Uh is, are, are the Patriots worried about that too? I mean, like, what are you talking about? Liability. You just have them sign a waiver and say, if you get commie cold while playing football here, we're not responsible for it. Period.
0: And I would say, I would say when you're playing football, as that coach pointed out, there's a reason there's an ambulance there. There's always going to be risk, big risk. And you're risking a lot more than getting the virus. You're risking, yeah. you know, paralysis as you point out, or, concussions or torn ACLs. There's a lot of risk. Football players know it. Yeah. It must be so frustrating. You're right. I mean, to be Justin Fields or not even him, just to be someone on the team, one year left, it's your life, it's your identity, and some political hack says, no, nope, don't think so. We're not playing. We're not playing. And and you say, why? Well, you don't take any chances. Who are you to tell me I can't take chances? It's yeah. just so
1: All right, Jerry. I don't know if you found this whole thing speaking of Kami Coldear as funny as me but the press's infatuation like 4 or 5 days ago with New Zealand and no what idea. has happened in the last what 24 48 hours I think is one of the funniest stories Yes, ever. and you
0: got I say this all the time you got to follow our guy Jordan Shachtel on Twitter or Alex Berenson on Twitter there's a few guys who are brilliant and point out the absurdity they shut down New Zealand because and four-
1: they love that prime minister. They love that chick.
0: And is any any place worse than Australia? Australia, we were talking about maybe uh, in Massachusetts they would track you by your easy pass. They're doing that in Australia. You can't go more than three miles away from your home or you get arrested. Three miles from your home. You can't leave your home. I think it's one hour a day you can leave your home and you have to be for a reason. They're stopping people all over the place to make sure they're following these insane guidelines. In New Zealand, they have, four, the, I forget how big is New Zealand, like 10 million or something? Five million. Five million. They have four cases all in the same family, and they shut down the country. They shut down the yeah. country because of- It was of better one, off
1: when that country was on fire. Remember that? Right, right. I mean, it's like uh, the, the beauty of New Zealand is, you know, in the, the press loved it because they, they love that prime minister more than anybody. She banned That's guns right. like immediately. They're infatuated with that woman. So like, oh, look at New Zealand. They got rid of commie called. They're so woke. Look at them. They did the job. Yeah. All she had to do was become more conservative than Trump on immigration by literally banning. Immigration completely and closing their borders and basically isolating the island, so that yes, that's that's one way to get rid of COVID. And all you have to do, and Jordan was calling this from the beginning, the second they reopen the borders, it's coming back. You cannot stop the spread of commie cold. The only way out is herd immunity. It's the only way.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can isolate your elderly and your and uh, your at-risk folks, and that's what we've done. That's why the death rate is. Uh, gone down so dramatically. We've stopped killer Cuomo from killing the elderly in New York. We've stopped Charlie Baker from killing, uh, for the most part, killing veterans in Massachusetts. Once you do that, the death rate plummets and people get through it. That's the only way until a vaccine shows up and god knows yeah. well although, it, it,
1: it is spreading in new zealand like it's exactly as advertised by the way Jared, there's an aussie in the comments she's saying that she got in trouble the other day for going five kilometers i think from her house something like that um so um yeah she got she was outside of the 5k zone so she got pulled over for that she said
0: and you get like a ticket and you gotta pay like a thousand dollars if you go more than five kilometers
1: you know yeah, five,
0: three miles from your house five two, kilometers from your house
1: she's saying 200 deaths in the country 200
0: deaths in the entire country. And I guarantee you 170 of them are probably.
1: Yeah. How many kids? I guarantee more kids in Australia have been eaten by dingoes than have gotten died (laughs) from commie cold. I will bet my life on that.
0: It's it's amazing. And if you follow these guys, again, Alex Berenson, Jordan Schachtel, Phil Zerpin, they keep pointing this out. It's amazing. Uh, have had the most unbelievable stat that the death rate from the murder rate from people over uh, 35 and under has gone up this year over last year, the increase, not the total, just the increase in the murder rate is bigger than the people who've lost their lives to COVID. <laughs> so, so just the spike in violence is worse than the toll of the virus. And we've you know' seen that uh, and I know that people like Como and, and Baker, these tyrants don't care, about drug addiction and alcoholism and suicide and domestic violence, but those are all ancillary factors that that you have to consider. And if you follow these guys on Twitter or read them, Berenson has a book out now. Uh, I, if you read them, you understand the utter insanity of these lockdowns. But And the latest casualty is some college football and some high school football you know what'll be, it'll be interesting. I mean, we're just going to focus on the teams that play. We'll all be watching sec. We'll be watching hopefully, uh, ACC. Um, but you know, and screw, screw the big 10, screw the PAC 12. They're, they're, they're lost. They're lost. But anyway, that's the uh, three people that you really should get to know. I mean, unfortunately, Canon Hinant is no longer with us, but his name, his memory has been kept alive by a few people, a few right wingers. You know, like Matt Walsh, James Woods has been tweeting about Ken and Hinnant. And Owen Buell, he's the two-year-old who missed his birthday party because, you know, black lives matter. And uh, Jesse Topper, do I have that right again? Jesse Topper, the man, the guy who said it best. It's a risk. Football is a risk worth taking. Hopefully, he uh, we get to hear more from Coach Topper. Hopefully, we get – I, I hope his teams are good. He seems like a – a Good man. I hope he's a good coach and I hope he gets the coach. I hope these uh, that tyrant Tom Wolf doesn't take that away from him and all the kids. But anyway, uh, good stuff on TB Daily News. You want to read about uh, the teacher who said she wouldn't take a bullet for her kids, uh, certainly is not going to get the virus for the children. She's uh, enjoying her four well, five
1: she, she said so. The woman, the teacher in Dudley, posted that she she would take a bullet for the kids, that they're trained in this thing, you know, uh, school shooting, lockdowns, whatever but she doesn't want to go back because of the virus. If you believe for a second that that teacher would care for your kids, if she's a, if she's won't go back for a virus, then I have a house in uh, Nebraska a beachfront property. I'd like to sell you. Uh, but then the woman in the comments, the other teacher just came out and flat out said, nah, fuck your kids. Like I'm saving myself. Uh, I'm going to put my kids ahead of your kids uh, every day of the week and twice on Sundays. So I put this blog out about them. And then within – this is a former school district where I used to teach, by the way. They don't mess around with, like, online activity. They're very sensitive to this sort of thing. They've had some scandals in the past. And they uh, immediately, uh, apparently, are under investigation. I don't know if they're going to be fired for that. I would argue that throwing – like, admitting that you'd basically throw your kids in front of a gunman is a fireable offense. But we'll see I would, see I that would agree. agree. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, I, I don't know why you would admit that. <laughs> Uh, but you can read all about that on TB Daily News or follow Turtle Boy, Uncle Turtle Boy on Twitter. Uh, thanks, Aiden. We will hey, thanks talk, for having me. We will talk to you. And uh, thanks to uh, Shake Concrete and Allied Paving. Thanks to DCU and Flagship and... Uh, Ray Kahn, and uh, thanks to Cullinane. Um If he's still there, you still there, Cullinane? Or you not yeah, off?
2: Always lurking. Always. I mean, always what, are you, what are you
0: listening to today? The other day you were listening to Clay Travis. You, I heard you listening to something else in there today. Some. You, heard, you uh, heard something in the background again? Yeah. It was a Barstool? Some Barstool podcast? You listen to the wrestling? The Barstool wrestling? Those are podcast. my kids. Uh, not sure?
2: not, yeah, I don't know what I was listening to today. I'm sure it was. Oh. Barstool. I'm a big stoolie. You know what can I say? I'm a big. Stoolie. You
0: are a big stoolie, and you can't wait for Dion Sanders podcast. I promise you, it's going to suck.
2: Oh please! Oh, so it'll join. It'll join the thousands of other <laughs> Sox. Welcome to the club. Yeah,
0: I'm not saying it's going to do poorly because God knows there are some terrible podcasts that do great. Um, but uh, it will. be you won't be like hooked. You'll be like, yeah, yeah.
2: Now I want yeah. to succeed because I like when people you really despise. I like when they do well. So I don't, I don't really despise him. He's that. just a
0: phony. He's just a phony. But but by the way, Jason Whitlock's different. very happy because because Dion now wears his uh, Christianity on his sleeve and talks a lot about, you know, Christ. And so Whitlock's happy that there's another uh, true believer out there, but uh, we'll see if he's, you know, wants to really work at it. That's what I have my doubt. He wants to coach. He's going to coach. He made that clear. I think this is just something to do while he's, uh, you know, waiting for a job to open up, but we will see. We will see. Um, Thanks to everyone for listening and for rating, reviewing. Uh, and telling your friends. We appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again real soon.
2: Why am I stopping? No one else stops.
0: I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.